Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? I think this, a new program that LAUSD has, is actually pretty cool. So they're giving first graders, according to this story, 31,000 students in LAUSD, $50. They opened up a bank account for these first graders with $50 so they can start their college fund. Cool. I think that's pretty I like cool. that. Because, you know, like for me, my parents never did that. Like, no, I know. kids to do it, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah no, cool. I actually think that's really smart because... I, I do think that most people don't think of that until it's too late. And I think that mm-hmm. even if I'm telling you, man, even if you do, I, I would always recommend to people like you can do that there, obviously, uh, or you can literally just go online and Google a 529 plan. And there's ones for each state and you can put your money in there. And it, it's kind of like. Uh, a fund very similar to like a fund for your 401k and it increases or it could decrease, but depending on the market, but generally over, you know, many, 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 many years that you'd be saving for college, it generally appreciates at a pretty decent clip and you can save money for your kid's college and putting away any money for that would be smart. I believe even if it's like 10 bucks a week, 20 bucks a week, 50 bucks a week, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just whatever you can put away. Don't drink coffee like we told Laura. That way she can get her own place. Uh, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is you got to do, make those little sacrifices because it'll pay off in the long run for sure. But it is hard. I will acknowledge that. I mean, it's it's really easy to, hey, you know, take 10 bucks or 20 bucks or 100 bucks a month and put it into your kid's college fund. Like, I get it. It is hard, you know. Um, but I will tell you from experience, take it from me, that when your kids get to the point where they're college age, and you look at the accounts that you had set up when they were little kids, and you contributed for a couple years, and then you kind of stopped because you needed a little extra money, and you always thought you were going to go back, and then you kind of never did. And then they're in college, and you're like, wait a second, I got three of them all of a sudden. And you're like, man, I needed to do a better job of saving, and it's just way too late. George, your advice is good advice. Laura, the story about 50 bucks to start this is awesome because if you start a kid at $50 at six or seven years old and they never touch it over the next 10, 11 years, who knows what that $50 might be. So mm-hmm. good on the L.A. Unified School District. That's great. Believe I, me when I tell you, I'm feeling the pain right now. Yeah, well, you know, that's why you're – well, you're lucky, right? One of the kids got – I mean, are you – did your daughter that's going to Tulane, is she like, uh, she got a little scally or, you know? Well, you she got like, you know, she got the first, you know, I want to say like maybe eight grand in some kind of scholarship from the school. And then there's financial aid related and it's called FAFSA, you know, and then there's just, mm-hmm. and there's grants and there's all kinds of other scholarships that, that she's applying to. But in the end, it's like I said to her, I'm like, listen, um, we may have to take out some student loans. And she's like, oh, I don't want to have student loans. I don't want to leave college after four years, and I don't want to have any debt. And I'm like, I don't want that for you either. So you know what she said to me? Great, what? then you take out the student loans for me. Right. Like, no, no, no. Like, Wait, I don't want either of us to have student loan debt. And then I tried to convince her. I'm like, 
well, you know, there's some talk in the next few years that maybe all student loan debt will be forgiven. So maybe <laughs> let's rack it up right now. Maybe that's the play because if because if, if if it all gets forgiven and we didn't take out a student loan, aren't we going to feel dumb? And I also actually explained to her though, you know, sometimes when kids get out of college and they get their first jobs, sometimes depending on the company they go to work for, some of those companies will incentivize you to come to work for them by paying your student student loans. Yeah. So that's not completely out of the ordinary so i'm just uh, that, George, I agree. your advice is good advice parents moms and dads out there do whatever you can do 10 20 30 bucks it doesn't take the change out of your pocket every day put it in a cup in your bedroom and at the end of the month put that in your kid's college account anything you can do because i'm telling you right now i'm in this situation i got three kids in school and it is a it's tough when you don't have a big fat nest egg waiting for them to go to school, it's tough. For sure. Why don't you 100%. just say, I'm not taking out student loans for you? Why didn't I say that I'm not taking yeah. out student loans for you? Yeah. Well, I said to her, I said, we, we, us, you, may have to take out some student loans. And she said, well, I don't want any student loans. You take out the student loan for me, Dad, as if to say, you pay it. Oh, yeah. My parents told me to F off when it came to that. Like, I paid for my tuition myself. Same. Like, I wasn't having my parents take out loans for me. Yeah. You got to put your foot down and be like, no, it's your responsibility. You're a big, you're growing up now. You're an adult. You can pay for it. Because mm-hmm. if you can't afford it, you can't afford it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yep. It's, I'm a pushover, though, Lindsay. You know, and I can't it's not going to no get any cheaper, cheaper yeah. is the point. You yeah, I was saying? just telling Laura, I was like, my sister, her husband, they pay her husband's student loans, and he got a lot of them forgiven because he's in the military. But she said that they his payments were like 1200 a month with you know all the interest and all that she said that the principal has gone down like 4 grand in like 5 or 6 years years that's crazy i'm so glad like i always had to like pay my way and i never wanted to do student loans and then this yeah. when i went back to school and i was like they offered them to me i was like ooh student loans and i did, like declined the first year and then this year i was like okay i'll accept them i never got them and everyone's like dude don't like don't grab it just let it go so I'm like, okay, because everyone's telling me the principal on that is disgusting. Like, oh, it's like a mortgage. scam yeah. ever, yeah. Nope, yeah. not doing it. It's like a mortgage. It's crazy. So, all right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I mentioned earlier there's good news and bad news, and it's about the Dodgers. The good news. You want the good news or the bad news first? I want of, the bad news. So the bad news is David Price is still not pitched um, and won't pitch until Wednesday, perhaps. Because you and I were discussing, like, what the hell do they do? You know, mm-hmm. the fifth starter, right? Like, because you know we expect Heaney to be the guy, right? And um, and and that in theory should be your fourth starter. Maybe a Danny Duffy comes in there and, and performs. Although I don't know how quickly he'll be available to uh, to pitch. Uh, but he's a guy certainly that you know helped win a World Series for the Royals a number of years ago. Has had some arm troubles recently. Uh, I'm rooting for him big time. But you know, David Price is the guy that. Andrew Freeman obviously has a ton of experience with and a relationship with. So there's the idea, and he also makes $30 million, right? So the idea is, well, he has to be that guy at this stage of his career, and this can kind of be his final hurrah, let's call it. And, yeah, it it just hasn't materialized yet. It's still early, but I'd like to see him get an opportunity well know? there's also a lot of talk and i've you know i've been following I, I don't watch spring training baseball i don't know about the rest of you guys oh it's i kinda, do i like it yeah to me it's kind of like nfl preseason football i don't watch that either 
No, but you don't need to watch it like in its entirety. You don't like just even throw it on just for like a few innings. Not really. I I follow most of this stuff just on Twitter and on you know on on different websites and whatever. But I had been reading a lot lately about Tony Gonsolin yeah. uh, as being one of the guys who Dave Roberts thinks might be the fifth starter. Um, could be Andrew Haney. Um, is it so, Haney or Heaney? I didn't play for the Angels last year. I thought it was Haney. We're Haney, Haney, H E A N E Y. Uh, yep. There's been talk about him in there as well. Um, so be, because of what you're talking about, George, with David Price not being what you would call built up quite yet to to pitch, so he may not be ready for the start of the season, um, there's even the name uh, Tyler Anderson being thrown around. So, I mean, there's a lot of names out there as those who are covering the Dodgers every day are trying to project who will make the fourth, fifth, particularly the fifth, starting spot and and david price's name is there but you know like you said he makes a lot of money but he's not quite ready yet and and who knows if yeah. he will make so it the good news is clayton kershaw uh pitched four scoreless innings and he's looked good so i really hope that's the case I, I gotta say i am rooting for clayton kershaw the same way i'm rooting for an anthony davis you know it, it's such a shame to see a guy who's so good uh get knocked out because of injury. And then it happens, right? But no big deal. It's injuries. Okay, fine. You, you rehab, you get better, you come back. With guys like Anthony Davis and Clayton Kershaw, they're in, then they're out, and then they barely come back, and they try, and then they get hurt again. So I'm rooting for Clayton Kershaw the same way I'm rooting for Anthony Davis to get healthy and actually be healthy for a majority of a season, not in and out all year. Because that's, when we think about the Lakers for right now, I mean, if Anthony Davis were healthy all year, how different might this season have been? Probably different, yeah. And if, if Clayton Kershaw would have been healthy last year in the postseason, how different might the postseason have been? Oh, I mean, listen, for sure. Um, I think it would have been different, too. I mean, they, they you know, just after having gone through the experience of winning it, right, and pitching well, I think that yeah, I think it could have been it could have been big for them for sure, especially against Atlanta, a team that we thought they were going to able to. We we kept thinking, oh, they'll overcome it, they'll overcome it. They'll, you know, they're down, they're down, they'll win it. They did it the last time, and then it never happened. You know. Yeah, but I like your bad news, good news scenario. So bad news, David Price not quite ready, so not yet considered the fifth starter for a guy who's yeah. making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then the good news is Kershaw has looked good thus far, and so. Yes. All right, I like the bad news, good news. I'm a bad news, good news kind of guy, and I always start with the bad news. I don't. Yeah. I rarely say, give me the good news first. I always want to have the negative and then uplift me with the positive. So thank you for the choice. Yeah. You turn the negative into a positive like Pitbull? That's exactly right, like Mr. Okay. Worldwide would do it. Yeah, fair enough. All right, coming up next, I'm stunned that you haven't taken grief over one thing you said today, other than from the ladies here in the house. We'll get to what that is in just a moment. Stick around. We're back here on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
You like I'm Mariah? Throw out some birth- I, yeah, I like Mariah, but I want to throw out birthday wishes to Vince Vaughn. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, to no, Vince I want I want to say happy birthday to Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah. My favorite Vince Vaughn movie, and there's been a lot of good ones. Yeah. But I'm old school like this, George. I still love Swingers. I love Skinny Vince Vaughn. You know, yeah. old Swingers school. Swingers is great. I mean, Wedding Crashers is fantastic. Wedding Crashers is hysterical. Um, and what's the one where um, Dodgeball. I talk? It's a great movie. Okay, but what's the one where he uh, where where um, they go back to college and old um, is it what's what's it called? Old school. Old school. Yes. Mm. With Will Ferrell, he runs Frank the Tank. He runs naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snoop a loop, Snoop a loop. Old school. What's the one with Rodney Dangerfield where he goes back? Oh, that's Back to School. Yes. Yeah, Back to School is different. Same, same theory, just different name of the movie. So, happy birthday to Vince Vaughn, and a happy birthday to Derek Carr, thirty-one years old. Wow, that happened fast. Yeah. I mean, you know, it happens to all of us pretty fast if you think about it. I know it it does. I know. Before you know it, you look up, you're divorced, you got four kids, you're 50 something years old, and what the hell's going on here in life? What, how'd that happen? Yeah. The only thing, uh, he was in, he was in Rudy. Um, and I believe, wasn't he also in school ties? Wait, who was in Rudy? Was that someone else? Wait, who was in Rudy? Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Says here he was Jamie O'Hara. Now, I don't know that. I don't remember Vince Vaughn and Rudy, but it would stand to reason, because what was the other guy's name who played Mikey in um, in Swingers? What's that guy's name? Uh, no, no, every, so everybody's going to hear the name, and they're going to know it, and they're going to they're hear it, and they're going to go, oh, that guy, because you know him. He's a famous actor, and he's now, I think, a producer, director as well. Um, guy played Mikey in Swingers. Mikey, yes, you know the Mikey. the guy who did John Far- Favreau? Yeah, Favreau? John Favreau. John yeah. Favreau. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's in Rudy. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that Favreau and Vince Vaughn may have been in Rudy together, and maybe that's yeah. was the maybe that's where they started this relationship that turned into swingers. Perhaps I'm just throwing that Perhaps. out. Perhaps I mean, that know. guy knows maybe. everyone. I feel like who yeah. Favreau. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Vince Vaughn was in an episode of Doogie Howser, MD. We were just talking about that last week. I Doogie don't recall Hauser, that as well. Yeah. yeah, I don't recall that either. He's uh, the episode is called Sons of the Desert, mm-hmm. and he played a guy named Mark. <laughs> you know mark just this guy and he's yeah but wedding and... crashers is hilarious old school is hilarious what was the movie he did with your girl jennifer aniston where they uh, the, the breakup, breakup. Was like that, that was yeah. a good movie that's such a good movie love that movie yeah. me too yeah that's one i did you not I see that one cap nah, that one i you notice i didn't jump in with the oh that's a great movie <laughs> you'd like yeah. it cap you would oh my god your girl is in it number one yeah. you know i love jennifer aniston you no, should we definitely see that movie to-do list for you cap mm-hmm, okay yeah. Okay, I'll do it. What's it called? Dodgeball, though, is, like, so good. Like, Dodgeball is one of the most – I know Swingers is very rewatchable, but Dodgeball to me is super rewatchable. Yeah, Swingers is one of those movies that if it's on in the middle of the day on, like, network television with commercials and no cursing, I still might sit down and watch 30 minutes. No, absolutely not. Yeah, and I might You get can't get time. me to watch anything with commercials and no cursing. Like, you can get no. me maybe commercials, um, but not no cursing. Yeah. Now, speaking of cursing – you said before the break yeah. that I, me, you, I, you. I said something today, and yeah. you said that you're surprised that I'm not taking a lot of heat for what I said. Mm-hmm. More grief, now, I've said, I said. I, yeah. I've said a lot of things so far today yeah. that I think I could maybe take some heat for. Yeah. But I'm curious, what is it that I said earlier today that you are surprised that no one's given me any grief about? What I would say is that when... Um... Was it Lindsay or Laura? Who did the story about the uh, I did. the birth control? I did. It was Laura? Mm-hmm. 
um, and that there's a pill now for dudes, yeah. a birth control pill. And you were like, nah, not for me, not doing it. And, you know, and Lindsay brought up the point, well, you know, you already have a vasectomy, and it's not really for dudes your age, probably. Uh, it's not age appropriate. Well, she did say guys 18 to 50. Right. You would fit in that category. You know that, right? Well, I might not fit in it anymore, but okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You once did, but we all yeah. once did. Right. Yeah. Couple, I mean, I still ago. do, but yeah, the uh, but you do not. And I think that it, it was just – I was just stunned because I would much rather take a pill than have a surgery done, dude, and have to go with, you know, the nonsense of, uh, you know, like putting you know, ice in your you-know-whats. And, you know, I mean, dude, you just tell me I got to take a pill and that's it? It's over? I can't believe I – hate, I just hate taking pills and I hate really? taking pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Yeah. I do. What I do you do? mean I don't... you hate taking pharm- – like – if you have a headache, do you go and get a leaf or like or Tylenol I mean, or it, like Advil? It, put, or? put it this way, George. If it, it's going to take a lot, like it's going to have to be a massive headache for me right. to say, you know what, I'm sure. going to take something for it. You know, because you could always just drink some caffeine and sometimes it goes away or whatever. But like, or just eat, right? Maybe you're hungry, but yeah, like if it's something that's going for a while, like you're not just going to go and say, all right, I'll just get. To, or like if you hurt, you like you hurt yourself, right? Let's say you twist your knee. Right, mm-hmm. but it's not like bad enough where you need to go to the doctor. But it's just like it's it's painful, a little painful. You just got to deal with it. You got maybe a little swelling. You know, you take a you know pop a little leaf, or maybe uh, you know you, you just don't. You don't do that. I, I don't really do that. As a matter of fact, um, all right, here goes. You ready? So I was dealing with this little sciatic nerve issue down my left leg. Sciatica, I got a you know, sciatica. I've got sciatic nerve problems. You know, like like an old man, right? And and I literally was on this flight, and I'm just in agonizing pain. And a friend of mine said to me, well, why don't you take something for it? And I'm like, well, what am I going to take? And they're like, how about an Aleve? And I'm like, okay, I never would have thought to take an Aleve, yeah. and yeah, I don't yeah. have any Aleve. And he's like, well, I have some right here. So he gives me an Aleve, and yeah. within like 10 minutes, the pain is gone. And I'm like, I wow. I almost spit out my water. You're, this you're Aleve like, is really good. You're wow. like discovering Aleve for the first time in like 2022 is amazing. Wow. Or because I'm because I don't generally take any sort of I don't pill. either, but yeah. if if you need it if you're like in pain, sure. But you see I went to see my doctor. This is when I turned 50. Yeah. And all guys out there, when you turn Wait, wait, 50, can we pause for one second? Yeah. Lindsay, what is your level of surprise if you had to assign a percentage that Scott Kaplan just like had that reaction to Aleve in 2022? Wow. Aleve, this stuff is really good. Um, I don't know. That one doesn't really surprise me that much. Not oh, at all. Okay. Because I feel like with Cap, it's like anything goes. And every time he, he tells us these like antidotes about him and his life, I feel like there's so many, like I don't know, like there's a different surprise around every corner that I feel like you can't really be surprised about anything he says anymore, right? Laura, what say you? No, nah, man, that's like a, a good 60%. That, that You should know that. You're 50 well, how years often old. Do you guys, let me ask you a question. How often do you guys take over-the-counter pills for some sort of daily pain relief? Headache? Daily pain relief? Problems? No, no <laughs> absolutely not. I, know. Like, I don't have pain every day. Yeah, what no. are you well, talking I'm just saying, about? Like, I would do it, anything for an Aleve right now. I've had a headache since yeah, like one thirty, and I would do mm-hmm. anything for that. I'd probably take like ibuprofen or something at least three, four times a week. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right, so here's, here's me, right? I was, I was um, when I turned 50... I went for like the full on physical where the doctor just does every exam they they can do 
and they, they just really look at every part of your body. 50 years old, you know, you hear about colonoscopy and all these other kinds of things. I did it all, you know. So I go to this, um, this uh, radio, or not radio, just a cardiologist, and he does a stress test and everything else. And here's what he tells me, George. He says, Scott, you have the heart of an Olympic athlete, okay? Just, <laughs> just, just so you know here. I'm you glad are, you left. <laughs> you, are, you literally, you have the heart of a guy who's a decathlete in the Summer Olympics, and he ain't just there competing. He did not say that okay? to you. This guy, you're, you're there to win, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. And he tells me that I've got this this really strong heart and my lungs yeah. are good. And he's yeah. like, you know, for 50 years old, he goes, you're really, really doing great, you know? Yeah. And I said, okay, doc, thanks. And he said, but, but, hold on. Uh-oh. But I want to put you on two medications. Okay. And I said, well, what are you talking about medications? I'm not going on any kind of medications. For some reason in my mind, I felt like not being on a medication is like some some source of pride for me. You know, right. like I'm 50 and I don't take any medications. I know yeah. all these people, they're popping pills all day long. They got those right. pill things that say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're taking them every day. Like, I don't take any pills. I don't take any right. medications. Yeah. I take so some card- supplements. You take any supplements? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Okay. Then you pop pills. Bro. I was going to well, say, but, you but, take pills then, man. But, but no, but I don't take them in pill form. I take them in liquid form. Okay. That doesn't okay. Mean, that's like saying, oh, I don't take I don't take medication. I take my cough syrup because it's cough syrup and not a <laughs> right. pill. Yeah, exactly. Totally, totally the same thing. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So here's what You're happens. You're just though. justifying it in your right, head. So here, but here's what happens. Yeah. So my doctor, my cardiologist says to me. Yeah. And by the way, when you say you have a cardiologist, when you say my cardiologist, yeah. All of a sudden, it sounds like you're getting old, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to have a cardiologist. By the way, I had a uh, um, what's the name of the uh, doctor that you see for digestion? Uh, what's the name of that doctor? A uh, uh, guy oh, who because um, you, you got a acid guy. reflux. Uh, gastroenterologist. Gastro, yes, yeah. gastroenterologist. Yes. 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 Okay. I oh. had one because I had uh, polyps in my twenties. Oh wow. Uh, my aunt had passed away of colon cancer, so. I was feeling really bad. I just, I every time I ate, it felt terrible. So I went, and the doctor's like, "You should go see a gastroenterologist." So I was like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "Yeah, man, you, uh, we should uh, get you a colonoscopy done, like ASAP." And I'm like, "Really?" And like, "Yeah." So they had to zap the polyps, and then I had to do a colonoscopy every five years after Oof. that. Um, and then I did my last one at 40, and then that doctor's like. You've been you're, it was here in L.A. And he's like, I'm looking at your chart. I know you've been doing this every five years. Like, you're totally clean. You're good. You don't have to do another one for 10 years. Well, for all the guys out there that are fearful of getting a colonoscopy, especially when you turn 50 and that's when Great you're really supposed sleep, to do it. Great sleep, bro. Great it's sleep. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. You're fine, guys. And listen, yeah. I know everybody gets freaked out. They're like, you got to drink this thing. You're going to be stuck on the toilet. Yeah, you're going to poop a lot. Yeah. It's not, it, I really, like, for me, it wasn't that bad. Like, I, I was I was dreading it because I'd heard oh, no, about it's all the a, horror no, stories. No, no, no. That part is bad. Like, yeah, it wasn't bad for me. So I'm just kind of yeah. telling you. So. So anyway, so listen, the cardiologist is me because I want to put you on two different medications. Mm-hmm. And I said, why? I don't get it. I'm, I'm, you told me I got the heart of an Olympic athlete. What do I need to go on medication for? Yeah. And he said, because I see 50-year-old guys yeah, yeah. in the emergency room <laughs> on the operating table all the time because they're too macho and they're too cool and they don't want Cap, to take anything preventative. so what are the two meds? Ten years later, I still don't know what yeah, they are. Yeah, I know. You've been telling the story. <laughs> yeah, this, this is like an episode of Seinfeld. I, I don't want to tell you. I literally turned to Lindsay. You're like Kramer here. What's <laughs> going on? I don't want to be on these medications, but I'm on them. You ready? What, what the they? hell are they? One is for blood pressure. Okay. All right. 
And the other well, one. Well, this is show for, probably doesn't help that. I yeah, it probably doesn't, right? I should probably take some right now. And the other one is for cholesterol. Now, my 15 year old daughter, you know what she tells me? Yeah. Hey, Dad, don't forget to take your fat pills. That's what she oh. calls them. She calls Damn. them the fat pills. I feel right. like it's perfectly acceptable to be on both of those medications at your age. Just saying. You do? Yes. Uh, also, I mean, you could also, your diet can change. Yeah, I was going to say your diet definitely has to change. On well, both I think of that's, those. I think that's like where my cardiologist was like, so are you willing to give up steaks? And I'm like, not really. And he's like, how about bacon? I'm like, nah, not that either. He's like, all right, then you better go on this. You got to eliminate trans fats, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know what you need to do? Just eat more omega fatty, uh, omega-3 fatties, man. I know, because my other doctor's like, dude, we need to get you eating a bunch of, like, uh, fish oil pills. Yeah, get some. No, not that, bro. Just eat salmon and stuff and fish. Well, now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, the heart of an Olympic athlete is not going to be in need of <laughs> cholesterol yeah, and blood exactly. pressure pills. <laughs> yeah, just, Thank just right saying. So you're looking at, you're looking, you are looking at a man who has the heart, or at least did have the heart, of an Olympic athlete, okay? You and know now, what don't you do? Look, what, sneak in some almonds, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, get some good fats, get some avocado in you, you know what I mean? Get rid of the trans fats, and yeah, don't have red meat all the time. Well, I don't have red meat that often. Eat fish and add some whey protein. Do a little whey protein smoothie, bro. All of these things are great advice, but yeah. the doc, when I said to the doc, I go, I'm out. I'm not doing it, man. I'm, I'm out on these medications. He's like, okay, I'll see you on the, uh, I'll see you in the ER. I'll see, see you on the see operating you on the yeah. other table. Side. We'll, we'll, we'll see you when it's Sedano and Beto. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the way it'll be. <laughs> all right, well, we got a break. All right, I'm going to go get my fat pills. Hold on. All right, big deal or no deal in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. All right, Linz, let it rip. All right, and I just want to preface Big Deal or No Deal by saying thanks for bearing with me while I don't have, like, the best voice right now. I know that I, at least in my head, I sound very congested and stuffy because I've got some weird, some weird thing going on. I don't oh, have COVID, though. I couldn't though. tell. I don't couldn't have COVID. Tell. Well, hey, hey, good news for you, Linz. You got a cold, and it's so great to hear about people getting colds nowadays. No, it's not. It's the worst because I forgot what it was like to get sick because it's been so long. We've right. been wearing the masks and doing all the things for so long. And, you know, I know who I got it from. I got it from my neighbor who my dog plays with her dog, and I'm really mad about it. But anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. but I've been hearing from a lot of people like, dude, I got a bad cold. I'm like, that's well, I good got news. One, remember? A couple, of yeah. weeks, a couple of months ago? It's yeah. not yeah. good news. It's terrible. No. No, yeah, but it's, it's okay. Fun. Like, we're actually getting colds oh. again, it seems like. You I know? would rather just not, you know, not deal with it. But anyway. Yeah, I, I would that. agree. And also, uh, you don't, you sound totally fine. Like, I, yeah, I didn't notice a difference. I've also, I'm I thought you just had a headache. 
I think she just had a headache because, you know, it's just cap. Oh, because, well, and I mean, it did well, she's start. She's just mad at me. It did she's start when I was doing Mason in Ireland because I'm doing their show all week. So. Oh, you did do a double dip. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Bergman's getting some in Costa Rica. I don't Follow know. I saw him IG. on a plane with another dude. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know what the deal is. You know, it's a broke. It's a broke. It's, oh, bro- it's fine. Yeah. It's brocation, bro. Yeah, okay, he's gotcha. got a wingman with him. You know, let him okay. live. Yeah, live and All right, let what's live. What's next? All right, so Linz, what's first? Speaking Sorry. of living, Tiger Woods has not officially ruled out playing in the Masters next week, and according to a report, Woods and his team are flying to Augusta National this week, and they're reportedly going to walk the course before making a decision on playing. So in February of this year, Woods explained that he still has, quote, a long way to go in his recovery process, but he also said that he does plan to play on the PGA Tour again. Is this report a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, I think it's a big deal anytime there's any news about Tiger Woods. Um, So I, I just, look, I think it would be incredible just to see him on the court, I mean the court, on the course. Um, I just think that, Obviously, people have to temper their expectations if he even gets on a course. If he's, if we get to that point, just expect that it's not going to be pretty. And just the fact that he's able to walk again and the fact he's able to take a course again and that he's able to play in any way, shape, or form professionally uh, should be viewed as a huge accomplishment considering where we were uh, a little over a year ago or whatever it was now. I'm going to agree, big deal. But I remember saying that that day, and I, maybe it wasn't exactly the day of the accident, but I was like, you know what he's going to do? He'll get he'll get his body back together. We'll see him play again. I really believe we'll see him win again. And the reason I say that is because I think he'll work so hard and he'll be so hungry to prove the doubters wrong again. But one thing about Tiger Woods choosing to try to play in the Masters, George, are you following at all the story about Phil Mickelson? No. Okay. Well, then I won't go deep into it. I'll just say this. Tiger Woods going to Augusta National to try and play while Phil Mickelson is sitting at home somewhere trying to hide from the world, it is just another Tiger Woods shot and pile on of Phil. I don't know if you guys saw this a few weeks ago. Phil Mickelson had sent out this thank you. Like, hey, thanks, everybody. Because of you, I made all this extra money because I'm like the number one um, media influencer on social media on the PGA Tour. And then Tiger Woods sent out like two eyeballs, and he went, oops, because Tiger Woods played in one event last year with his kid, and he was the number one social media influencer. And Tiger Woods got like an $8 million bonus as a result. And Mickelson thought that was his money, but it was Tiger's. I'm telling you, Tiger Woods is loving piling on Phil Mickelson right now. Yeah. And there's a lot to that story. I think, to Sedano's point, it'd be awesome if he plays. I don't think anyone would even expect him to, like, make the cut, really, necessarily. But just the fact that, like, he's going to be able to go out there and tee it up, that'd be great to see. Great to see. All right, so next one. Whenever Major League Baseball wants to experiment with a possible change to the rules, they usually implement it in the minors first. And the newest experiment is the move of second base, which is going to move slightly closer to home plate during the 2022 season. According to The Athletic, uh, starting in the second half of this year, baseball is going to move second base inward, so it's going to be closer to first base and third base by about 13 and a half inches. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say no deal. And I'm going to say that because at this moment, it's the first I'm hearing of it, and frankly, I don't get it. Are you moving second base 
closer to home, like so straight at home, and therefore it becomes closer to first and third, like you're moving it just straight in towards the Correct. grass of the infield? Correct. Um, I'm going to say those 13 and a half inches on both sides are not a big deal. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a big deal, but I feel like the audience of that sport will think it's a big deal. Am I wrong to think that? Just well, based on, like, they overreact to everything? Yeah, but what do you, like, do you think that we would notice the difference between how a guy gets from first to second or how a guy gets from second to third or second to home because of the 13 and a half inches? It, it is, it is a... I mean, it's a foot. It's over a foot. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a big uh, space, just like the bases being bigger. People, I could see people being like, oh, are we really going to notice a difference? I feel like you can see a difference when you look at them. Yeah, I, I'm with Linz. I, I mean, I don't care. Like, It doesn't make a difference to me. But I know that, that, I mean, this is the sport of purists in a lot of ways, okay? So I feel like there's going to be backlash to that yeah, is what well, I would say. As always in baseball, right. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to do something. Considering you know they can't they can't put the sticky stuff on the balls anymore. They can't juice. They can't do anything that they used to be able to do. So they figure, well, no one's ever going to break these records or be able to hit the way they used to unless we start changing some things. Well, Makes yeah, sense. Like, what, but what are they supposed? To, what do they think is going to happen with thirteen and a half inches on either side? Are they going to see more steals to second? Are they going to steal see more second to home? Uh, I think what the idea. The goal? I think the idea is it's going to help the offense in some way, you know, like that it's going to help score more runs or helps you know get more steals, make it easier to steal. I think that's the idea. I'm trying to figure it out because, like in the NFL, just as an example, when they moved the PAT from 20 yards to 32 yards, PATs in the NFL went from 99.9 percent to probably like 92 percent. So there was a significant change in the number of points after touchdown scored. So it, it, it impacts the game, but I'm, I'm not sure how, how this would impact the game. Would it make it more offensive? Would it make it more scores, more runs, more Maybe steals? Maybe it has something to do with banning the shift. You know, there's all kinds of things I'm sure they're Yeah, that's true. I, I'm, not, I, I'm, I, I'm not familiar enough with the nuances of baseball like that to know what it would uh, increase or decrease, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll uh, when we have uh, Blake Harris on when the season starts, we'll ask him or uh, anyone else that we have on to talk baseball. So there you go. All right. So last one. A cryptocurrency island is being constructed <laughs> in the South Pacific off the coast of Australia and Papua New Guinea. I saw this. Yeah. It's called Satoshi Island. It's being yeah. marketed as a paradise for cryptocurrency users. Mm. All payments will be made in cryptocurrencies and citizenship Land ownership and more will come in the form of NFTs. So far, more than 50,000 people have applied for citizenship and residency on the island, with citizenship to Satoshi Island costing $130,000. For you, personally, is this crypto <laughs> island a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, it's a big deal, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not I mean, maybe I'll visit, but uh, Dude, I'm you not. You should be the mayor. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need, you know, I don't have laser eyes on my avatar on Twitter. I don't, I'm good. Like, I'm good just like in, you know, I'm good enjoying uh, the uh, the tr- the crypto life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good with that. That's that's how I'll, I'll leave it at that. But, yeah, it is a big deal because everything becomes a big deal now when it comes to crypto and Web3 and all that stuff. So uh, this would be no different. Just like when El Salvador... Uh, they're doing their Bitcoin mining off of like a, a volcano's energy or something like that became a huge story. So anything that involves that will become a huge story.
going to go the opposite direction here and say no deal. Because you uh, don't care. No, no, it's not that. It's just oh, that. I that's just usually like, your reasoning. That's why I brought it up. No, no, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I know I won't be moving there, and I right. won't be living there, and I won't be spending $130,000 for citizenship. Now, if I have a, a random 130000 sitting around, I mean, I suppose maybe there's a country club I might join or maybe a boat that I would buy. Um, but I don't have 130000 just kind of sitting around. But Yeah. Well, it's going to be a big deal when I become the queen of cryptocurrency now, island. Now, if that happens, now then it for me it becomes a big deal. But right now, I feel like if you're super into crypto and you want to live amongst people that are also really into crypto, I feel like a lot of people went to Puerto Rico for that exact reason. You know, that and there's the whole 4% oh, tax issue. Yeah, you, you know? only are paying the 4% tax as opposed to the, uh, the whatever you pay the federal government and then obviously whatever state tax you would pay in your local state. So, yeah, it's just a 4% tax, um, which has led people to move there, to your point, Cap. But not, I mean, listen, I don't think anybody, not everybody can pull off moving to Puerto Rico. No, but there is a, a big crypto community of people because of that 4% tax, they're like, you know what? Right. I'll go down and I'll live in Puerto Rico for however long it takes. And Six then this months way, in I, a day. Yeah, yeah but, but isn't there also a time period of you have to be there a certain amount of time so that the 4% like carries over? Anyway. Oh, I, I don't know whatever the specifics, but it's not just crypto. That started way before crypto. That started yeah. with traditional finance people. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. In Puerto but, Rico. But, but, the, but the crypto people got into it, and they yeah. seem to have taken to the island of Puerto Rico. Yeah, and so it kind of sounds like you know they're. And by the way, where's this island, Linz? Um, it's off Papua the New coast Guinea? of yeah, yeah, Australia and Papua New Guinea. And and is it currently inhabited by anybody? Uh, Do I don't know? think so. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's like lost. It doesn't basically. really say. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, we're done here. That's big deal, no deal. Each, each and every day at six thirty ish. We're back in a, in a minute and forty five seconds. One last segment to go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, 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 under my umbrella, Bella, Bella, Bella. Hey, 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 hey. He loves that Bill Oran drop. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Are you do do doing it? Yeah, because I don't know all the words, you know? <laughs> you don't? This is a very simple song. Yeah, well, I don't know all the words. I like the uh, the kids' bomb umbrella. version too. You can stand under my umbrella, Ella, 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 a, Ella a, hey, a, hey, a. No, not hey, a. a. Oh, it's a, not hey. Yes, it's a silent H. Yes, a, 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 not hey or hey. No, it's like a y e a, a, not hey. Yeah, yeah. I do love this song. It's a great song. Anybody going to be celebrating tonight National Weed Appreciation Day? Not tonight. I have uh, I've been uh I've been clean per se, for lack of a better phrase, for a long time. I've been uh I don't know, I'm I'm just taking a break. Mhm. Not for any other reason other than I just, you know, want to take a break. 
I need to do that myself. I've got a uh, life insurance policy exam, you know, where they take urine and blood. <laughs> and last time they did that, they were like, um, so, like, do you store an entire dispensary inside of your body, or what's going on here? <laughs> Did you tell and them about like, your blood pressure medication, too? <laughs> yeah. You know, I see, see I, I have to admit that now. I've got to admit. They're like, are you on any medications? I'm like, yeah, this and that. And they're like, what, what's it called? I'm like, pills. I don't know. One, yeah. Well, yeah, fat pills. <laughs> That's right. Fat pills is what I'm on. So, But does, I, like, uh, I can see a Rachel celebration. Know, what does Rachel say of the fat pills? Um. She is aware of both pills. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem to have a huge problem with it, which is interesting because yeah. I once dated a woman. This is pre-Rachel, uh, post-marriage. I once dated Rachel. a woman. Yeah. That's right. I, I dated a woman that was on a lot of medication, and I know this is going to sound judgmental and weird, oh, but it kind of was a turnoff. God. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. 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 It was. It was kind of a turnoff. That's kind of a mean. That's a very mean thing to say. I know. Yep. I know. Yep. It's true. Yep. It's true. Yep. You're right. Very it is mean. mean. It is mean. Yep. But listen, I'm honest at least. You know, it's like earlier when you were talking about the male. It doesn't make it less. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it does not yeah. make no. it less of an yeah. you being a jerk. Yeah. yeah but, but again, but it, but you can you can lie and be a jerk or you can be honest and be a jerk. And it's well, you lie all the time. Know. So, you know, I'm going to no, start remember. a counter now. You no, do lie, bro. Oh, my God. Laura, what did you lie about a little while ago? What was it again? No lies. No lies. The heart of an Olympic athlete. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And I love Lindsay, what Lindsay said. And then he tells the whole story, and Lindsay's like, I don't know if that sounds like someone who has the heart of an Olympic athlete. Just telling you what my doctor told me, guys. I can I can only tell you what the doctor What he said or what you think he said. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. That's yeah. true. That's true. I think that's what he said, and I'm almost sure that's what he said. Mm -hmm. But if it's not what he said, then I'm lying, but I'm not. Uh-huh. Did, uh, did, what did Gavin Newsom say about it? You know, I haven't checked my phone to see if he's texted me at all. Or Canelo. Um, or well, Diplo. Canelo. Who else? Oh, Diplo. Yeah. <laughs> Diplo. How's oh. Diplo? What's up, Dip? Yeah, yeah. What's up, Dip? When's that new joint going to drop? What's up, Dip? Diplo. Did you watch him at Ultra this weekend? Ultra? What's Ultra? Ultra Music Festival. Nah, nah. Nah. I don't know about it. Hmm. I do have, there is a big music festival, though, coming up that I'm going to be going to. I got I went last year for the first time, yeah. and I want to go again this year, and I got, it's in May. I got to figure out what it's called. Anyway, I'll get there. I got to figure out what it's called, but yeah, I'm going to I can't go. remember what it's called. Uh, Beach yeah. Life, I think is what it's called. Oh, yeah, in Redondo. Yeah, 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 Beach Life Festival. Yeah. I went last year for the first time, and it was great. And this year, they've got Steve Miller Band, which is kind of like one of my favorite old schoolers, Sheryl Crow, which I really like. All um, I want to do. Is have some fun. Yeah. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. Oh, Carl Denson's Tiny Universe on Sunday at Beach Life Festival. He's one of my favorites. He's actually been on tour with the Rolling Stones playing uh, saxophone for them. I, I mean, I know you were very mean just a moment ago, but you were very sad this weekend because the drummer of the Foo Fighters passed away. I saw you know that. what? I'm going to tell you, man. It was a weird weekend because on Friday... When uh, when I found out that the drummer of the Foo Fighters had died, I was like, oh, my God, that's like the craziest thing. Well, he's like I your age. I, yeah. Well, he's 50. Right. And and I he's from Southern California. I mean, he's yeah. from here in, in I, I want to say I'm not sure if he's from L.A. or Orange County. But I mean, this is a kid who used to, you know, work in a local record store. And then he mm -hmm. got a drumming gig on the road with Alanis Morissette and he was gone. And then right. he became the lead, you know, the drummer for the Foo Fighters. And then. He's a, quite a charismatic lead man as well. Yeah. But in the movie Studio 666, when Dave Grohl throws the 
the uh, the symbol at him and cuts his head in half and he and he dies. It's like that was like the funniest part of the entire movie. And now here's this fifty year old guy dead. And I, I was reading today about all the different substances that they found inside I was him. Just say, he is terrible, a rock tragic. star, so he doesn't live like a normal like a normal fifty year old would. You know, no, right? And I that's guess true. I guess he had a heroin thing twenty years ago, and so yeah, it's just that's a sad story, man. Because this yeah. guy, you talk about a charismatic drummer who could put down the sticks and then grab the mic and be a lead singer. He was great. Um, just a, just that's sad. You know, it was a weird weekend, George, you know, to go from Friday with that situation and Sunday with the slap. I know you all of a sudden jumped on an airplane to go to Chicago for some, some college basketball. How'd that all come together? Yeah, I was watching um, Miami play Iowa State. And, uh, you know, obviously I have a lot of love for that school um, for many, many reasons. And... Um, I was sitting there watching it with my daughter, and my buddy had gone. One of my childhood friends had gone with his wife and kids to the game on Friday in, at the United Center in Chicago. And I said to him, if they win this game and they get to their first Elite Eight ever, I'm, I'll go. I'll go to Sunday's game. And he's like, all right. And he's like, I'll get us tickets, and we'll figure it out. I'm like, all right. So, we, uh, and I, so I gave him a number for a guy I had for tickets to just in case. And um, I booked the flight. Now, it was crazy because as I was watching the game, there were you know several direct flights as the game was still on out of L.A. And then all of a sudden, you know, a few seats at least on each flight. And then all of a sudden, they were all gone. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to try to, like, connect. And can I get, you know, like, I got to go on Saturday now. Like, I can't go on Sunday morning anymore. So my, and my, I said to my daughter, I said, do you want to go with Daddy? Daddy's going to go watch the game. She's like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, let's do it. So I booked two tickets, and we flew through Minneapolis, and we had lunch in Minneapolis, McDonald's, of course. Wait, so um, did your daughter get to fly first class? She did. That's a flex. Uh, yeah. Wow. Total. Uh, what a baller. She yeah. flew first mm-hmm. class before Alan Sliwa did. Really? Ouch. Why, George, George, why not, though, for a flight with a seven-year-old? I had points, too, so there's No, that. no, that's okay, but I'm just curious. Why, why choose to do the first class rather than go, hey, it's me and my seven-year-old. You know what? We'll sit in the coach. It's fine. Because oh, I had I'm a flying. choice. Yeah, I was going to say. Because yeah, I'm flying. I have tons of points. Why wouldn't I use them? Yeah. I did have to pay for some of it. Um, but, yeah, like, why wouldn't I do it? I, so. I have a buddy of mine who um, who's he hit it out of the park. He, he became extremely wealthy. But, by the way, his, his wife, um, she's a billionaire. And, by the she, way, Lynn, she's actually flown first class before. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so sure. this buddy of mine. That, that part is not a first experience. His wife started she's the company spoiled. Spanx. You guys know this 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 product, Spanx. Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. So she's a billionaire. This woman. So he's he on this flight recently. He's posting on social media, and I hit him up. I go, Yo, man. I go, Not not to be a jerk. I'm just curious. I mean, why are you and your kids in coach? I'm just curious. And he said to me, He goes, Dude, these are my kids. He goes, And and I could be putting them on private jets right now, or I could be flying first class. But I don't want them to see that. I actually want them to just kind of see what it is to be a normal person. I'm like. You know what? I got a lot of respect for that. However, I mean, that, if I that's were also shoes, cool. But yeah. I, but I think everyone does things differently. Like I no. like to travel. I I make good enough money. I also have travel a lot. I, I get points. I use them. Um, I will also say this: my kids will drive a used car though. Like they're because you listen. Every kid I know crashes their first car. I'm not buying them a new car to crash it. Like yeah. that's that that'll be it. So yeah. I mean that just we all have different places we. Oh, draw dude! The line. If I were in his shoes, if I were in his shoes. Okay, my kids, we're, we're all flying private. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm, it's not even a question mark. Yeah, but I understood. Um, I, I liked his. I liked his grounding of the kids at school. I ground the kids in other ways, like don't waste food. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, not everybody has what you have. Like I, and like at least my daughter at seven, she gets that stuff. My son at three, he doesn't understand anything. So he's just a maniac who runs around the house tackling everything. So he's so cute uh, though. By the way, breaking news: we were talking yeah. about Crypto Island earlier. Vietnam uh, is creating a framework to legalize Bitcoin. There you go. Uh, all right, Kaplan, excellent work as always. Yep, I'll see you on Wednesday, everybody. All right, see ya, Linz uh, and Laura. Excellent work as well. We will talk to you on Wednesday. See ya.